Ho, Timberino. No. Wake up. It's time. No. We gotta do it. Hi. Ryan. We're here for a reason, Tim. Yeah. And that reason is it being episode 72 of Dismembering Horror, the podcast show where, well, myself, Ryan Joseph McDuffie. Wow. Myself, Timothy Ryan Aslan. <gasps> Two Ryans between us. Wow. Uh, well, we dismember a horror film every week. In fact, we talk about what worked for us, what did not work for us, and anything we found interesting or noteworthy, at least. And we're trying to trying to trying to cover the breadth of horror films we have not seen that we should see because we feel like we can see them and we want to see them. Emphasis on should see. <laughs> well, the what <laughs> there, there's only one way to see the films that we want to that we think we want to see and that's to sort of see all of them. Yeah, I I'm I want to know how this got in the hat. <laughs> well, this week's film. I've got one question for you, Tim. Okay. You dig on multiverses. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> you dig on multiverses? <laughs> no way. Um, I do, personally. I do dig on multiverses. <laughs> Isn't that great? Just to have that be a kind of, what, what, not a theme in the film. It didn't, no. it didn't connect <laughs> to anything. No. It's like somebody was like, hey, what's a thing kids are into? But it, makes, it. it connects to the movie. Barely. It does, though. Barely. It's like the box accesses all the all, all the multiverses, though. It does? That's what it's we'll doing. We'll have to talk about it. <laughs> you mean we got to dig on it? Ugh. Yeah. Um, dig our, our dig film, into it. Our film <laughs> this week is 2017's Wish Upon. <laughs> How did it arrive in the hat, Tim? <laughs> How the fuck? Did it get in there? Well, because I put it in there. God damn you. I, I mean, technically, I put it in there. <laughs> yes. I wrote it on our list. I think it's because it's worth just checking up with with what what's out there yeah. sometimes in order to in order to cover cover uh, our not our tracks. Our bases? Our bases. Yeah. Sometimes you just, you know, you got to check in with what's going on. Oh, like, so much sighing. In, I don't know, man. It's kind of an interesting movie to sort of look at historically <laughs> in like sure, film evolution, yeah. like what it is. Yeah. Like, cause it's not, a, it's somewhere between a Blumhouse and like a nineties thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And it's, it has a weird, <laughs> what a fucking shit place to be. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I guess to get into it, well, we'll first know we have our trailer to get into it. So let's just get that out of the way. How about? Okay. <laughs> All right. Here it is. I found this is trailer number three <laughs> for Wish Upon. Mama? Ah! 
anything? Seven wishes. My bad. I wish Darcy Chapman would just go rot. You know, maybe I saw this trailer when it first came out. I was just left with so many questions. <laughs> That's why I had to see it. How could you be left with any questions? They just showed you the whole movie. Because of the <laughs> questions it raises, Tim. Fair enough. This is a film about... I just saw like six of the deaths. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So, 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 yeah, that's the biggest question it leaves you with after the trailer is, why is she wishing for all these people to die? Fair enough. Yeah. And she's not. It's just part of the curse that the, the box demands <sighs> a sacrifice or a blood sacrifice. What does it say? Blood price. A blood price. And that was our big, biggest question was how it's choosing who dies. <laughs> Mm. Jokes on us for uh, trying to think. <laughs> there was some logic behind it, right? Tim and I were all like, "Oh, like, maybe it's because she gave this person." Yeah, it's every time she, the last person, something. she gifted something. She took the dog for a walk. Oh, yeah, she, she gave the dog a walk. She gave Uncle Arthur a newspaper. Yeah, she, she gave some wontons to some chick. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It was just like, ooh, that's way too involved. Yeah. Um, okay, where are we at? The rating. Oh. Uh, um, Do you want... Oh, God. Will you tell I yourself... Mean, I would tell myself to avoid it. To avoid it? Yeah, I would. it, rent it, or buy it. But I, you know... Here's the thing, like, other I... Other people go for, go for it, whatever. I don't fucking care. So you get, say, avoid it? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm like... I'm upset. I wanted to give this avoid it too, but I realized in good conscience I can't give this in avoid it when I gave Trench Eleven a stream it. <laughs> like, like I will forget true. Trench Eleven, and it, like that was just sort of like I'm more mad when I'm bored to tears. <laughs> yeah, this was like the the inexplicableness kept me fully engaged. Um, okay. I have it's to fair. say that's fair. Maybe I, I, I just didn't get enough sleep. I, I mean, I'm pissed off. I about enjoyed this movie. it. I enjoyed our experience watching more, like tenfold more than Trench Eleven, which I was just like literally trying to stay awake for. Yeah. So you know, it, it's weird. I don't. I can't say it's. It's maybe like a worse movie. I don't know. They're both so bad. My a big part of it for me is that like there is. A good movie in this movie mm -hmm. and they fucking fucked it up i just see it being so like like yeah it just seems so far gone from being that good movie though it doesn't frustrate me that same way where i'm like maybe with the trench 11 where i'm just like oh well it's i don't even see the good movie in it because it's just in so this far one? gone yeah or in trench 11 this one yeah like it's just so I, not connected to being a good movie yeah i really like the maybe i should give it a stream <laughs> like i really like the ideas 
Yeah. That that like and it's a a pleasing sort of premise. If you were to do it right. Right. I can I think what it is is I can kind of go, "Ooh, if I were writing this, there's a lot of stuff that I would want to mine." Mhm. And that would be fun. Mhm. They did the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> straight up opposite yeah <laughs> and that makes me so mad and i guess maybe it's kind of my additional review in summary was that at a certain point i was able to like find how i could key into enjoying the movie in an almost more sincere way hmm. i'm not i don't know i'm not embarrassed to say where it was like as soon as that moment happened toward the beginning where God, it was it was like after one of her first wishes when like she wished harm on the girl yeah, maybe. The rot. and she's like she we were kind of like wait she's okay with this like she didn't have mm-hmm. at all a realistic reaction of mm-hmm. like basic basic kind of worry or should I have done this or remorse it was this kind of full vindictive like high hmm. schooler mode sure and at that point I was able to watch it. Like it was a Goosebumps story, you know, which I love so much. Just kind of sure. that. that I, like, I mean, I I think I know what you mean. It, where it seems with no like context, but not to put. I don't know. Like it. What What is that for me being somebody who doesn't really know Goosebumps? What is just, that? This like ten year old logic, I guess. Though not okay. to put down ten year olds because they're smarter in a lot of ways too. Sure. And like, but, but just like, where is this simple? Oh, like Claire's upset at the world. Uh-huh. And then just kind of, that's the immediate logic train you're following where it wasn't. Yeah. It, but here's the thing where it kept tripping me up. Cause this was done in such that sort of like trying to be pseudo realistic, right. very like colorless, how it was shot. It, you know, almost trying to be like a blunt is the director of Annabelle. That's the Blumhouse connect in there connection yeah. there. It said, but it, it's style just kept was just a completely different direction from kind of its logic that it could have just ridden with. Well, and yeah, it also is for a, for a movie that sort of predicates itself on absurdity. Mm-hmm. It has absolutely no fucking sense of humor and that's you know (laughs) yeah it was humorless come on right i i was on the verge of being into it because i kept thinking it was going to be almost like not another teen movie sort of like put that in there Mm -hmm. mean Mean girls has humor i mean that fight that they have that was close (laughs) i was like almost so you know thinking it was serious Right, that's a big problem. <laughs> when it's so illogical, I you guess. Know, well, God, I, I mean, is this something that, that I should get into more later? Uh, you want to just... Yeah, let's just get into it. Go I ahead guess. and summarize it for us. Oh, right, sure. Um, <laughs> the Adventures of Claire. <laughs> Claire. <laughs> On a fateful day when she goes for a minute long bike ride in order to check up a, on a bird's nest she goes down the street comes back and her mom has killed herself because we find out later she has had the wish upon a box yeah there's the story there it is well and then claire gets the box and makes some wishes and 
shit goes shit. Ten years later, whatever. Yeah. When Twel- she's older. Twelve years <laughs> later, Ryan. <laughs> she has seven wishes. Oh, God, that's... <laughs> it's about her make, doing going wish by wish for what she wants, whether it's to get the inheritance, to get the guy to like her, to get a purse, to get a purse. <laughs> I wish for that. Her dad would be so embarrassing. Yeah. And the kind of hook, I guess, or the thing that makes the stakes inexplicably higher <laughs> is it's not just her wishes coming true. It's the blood sacrifice that has to be paid. Right. From and she learns through like the stereotypical like ancient Asian lore or whatever. <laughs> they, mu- I, I'm <laughs> amazed that people weren't just saying Oriental left and right. Like <laughs> yeah. using this trope is so fucking. Ugh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But it um, eventually that backstory reaches Jerry O'Connell too. For inexplicable. <laughs> But that it's... actually is this movie should be called inexplicable <laughs> <laughs> inexplicable um so people keep dying like that and it's just kind of random who dies people... she yeah her journey is do i continue to be a piece of shit now that i know what's up yeah even or not it's she learns that it's only people that are kind of like in her sphere that are dying yeah and what deaths they have, though. I guess I could get behind some of that. I mean, that was... Sure. Those are kind of the highlights of yeah. the film, right? Yep. I don't know what actually happens, though. Like, uh, It's a cautionary tale uh-huh. about wish fulfillment. Uh-huh. And, you know, be careful what you wish for, which is literally their tagline. <laughs> well, why not? That's like... Yeah. If you're going to go for it, they do it in certain regards. Be careful what you wish for. Actually, in this case, it doesn't fucking matter what you wish for. You're fucked. Right. So don't be careful. Just don't wish. <laughs> that's it's. That's what it's telling people. That's the story. <sighs> <laughs> that's dumb. Why is it so dumb? Uh, do you have anything that worked for you? Yeah, should we get okay, into that? Let's do that first. Okay. All right. <laughs> Quickly. Our first section. What worked? What worked? What worked for you? What worked for you? <laughs> it worked like a charm, Smith. <laughs> what worked? What worked for you? <laughs> this was this was the hardest for me to set out to do the notes, Tim, because everything, like, I didn't know what section to put it under. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I already said how I was able to kind of key into it like a Goosebumps book as yeah. far as the, the stupid story. Yeah. But, like, the style just did not support that. I liked the box itself and that it had, like, the musical, like, the, that tone to it, like, the thing, like, an actual music box. Yeah. And we saw its mechanism going and it felt sturdy and had a little cool mirror on it and there was a demon statue we saw associated with it that was neat. And it, like, took on a presence of its own when she puts chains on it and it breaks out. <laughs> That's what I mean, like... That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Let's make fun of it and be funny. <laughs> but like they were be doing a funny it movie. Seriously. Um 
I, I look, I, I said this, I, I like the concept of, you know, if you are going to wish for things like you have that power that you actually do need to be a little bit like savvy about it because there are potentially unintended consequences. In this one, the consequences are just intended, mm -hmm. right? Like they're just what they are. You're fucked no matter what. So be that as it may, the concept of the sort of wish fulfillment with unintended consequences and having to learn how either to solve that for yourself, like once you realize what you've done, and also the journey of like, oh, shit, uh, realizing what you're doing has unintended consequences. I guess they're intended either way. But <laughs> um, like the the learning of that and then trying to fix it, mm -hmm. all that is interesting to me. Weighing the risks. Yeah. And like, can, you, can you beat the... Um, the, the the invisible force like i like that concept right how do we so, defeat the curse right that's cool and in order to get to that this movie doesn't really do that right <laughs> like it doesn't do that thing but the the concept i think is cool because it gives you the opportunity to to parallel somebody's internal struggle with this supernatural struggle and those that can be fertile ground right like there's there's a lot to to f figure out within that um and uh there was one other thing about that construct that i was gonna say now i don't remember but i think it's a cool idea yeah oh in order to fig in order to beat the thing we need two pieces of information in this construct i think Two really important pieces of information. One is the internal struggle. The, the character has to learn what their internal struggle is to actually identify it and like, and like look at it. Mm -hmm. And two is understanding the reason for the curse. If you can get those two things and mirror them in some way or have them be related in some way, the solve when it happens is cathartic because we go, oh shit! It seems she like she got yeah. it. Yeah, it was kind of being set up to be that. Yeah, they tried, but but I think failed. <laughs> so fine, but man, like I don't know if they tried. Some, almost some cool shit. Well, they tried in so far as they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just this. Okay. Um, I get beyond know. that. Tim, uh, come on, beyond that, we got to give credit where credit is due. D D Tim, <laughs> I got to remind you here. I can't think, think of out of all, this was what, the 72nd film we've watched. <laughs> okay. I got to give credit where credit is due. I, we've watched Rat, Last House on the Left remake, that second half of that. Remember mm -hmm. that, like how intense that was. Watched some like Argento stuff with some Ooh, real yeah. like body horse suspense. We even watched a Cronenberg movie. But can you think of any film that we've watched that had us cringing in nervous, visceral, nervous anticipation <laughs> as much as the garbage disposal scene? Wow. I can't, I can't Maybe think of not. any scene in any film we watched that got a bigger reaction out of us. It's, it's just so real. 
<laughs> it was so cheap, but you don't it see is, it done. Yeah. Yeah. I, even when it was happening, I was like, why is this so like intensely evocative? It's the it's the, the the scene that I feel like that we feel like we've seen a million times, but haven't actually ever seen. I think part of why it's so effective is because it is ne- it, next to like putting your hand on the stove as a kid. It is like the thing that you are told probably more than anything else in a household growing up yeah. that has a garbage disposal. And it's basically just like, Sherilyn. Do not put your hand in there. It's Sherilyn Fenn from Twin Peaks who plays this like kind of hippie neighbor with a long black yeah. ponytail. Wig. Wig. <laughs> uh, and for for so long, she's like puts her hand in the garbage disposal. For what? And her See, body keeps pressing uh, the switch almost. I just want to shit on this movie so badly. <laughs> All to get a carrot nub. <laughs> yeah, wait, that is what she was trying to get, a carrot. The fuck? That belongs in there. That's what it's for. <laughs> and she's like, oh, shoot. And then her hair gets stuck. In. But yeah, Tim, can um, you think By of- the way, I, I, I have to call something out. If, and please, somebody, if this is a thing in a house, for, well, A, fix it. B, let us know, because I do not believe, I refuse to believe that there is a garbage disposal switch hip height in front of the garbage disposal where you can just bump into it and turn it on or off. (laughs) If some fucking contractor made that design in the world, they should be fucking hung. Maybe um, maybe when she made the wish that caused that, it moved it there. And <laughs> Sherilyn... I would have liked to have seen that. Sherilyn Fenn just didn't know. Sherilyn is like reaching for... It's up, you know, in arm's length. Yeah. It's up above the counter and she's reaching for it and it oh, starts to strange. move out of the way. Yeah. She goes, oh, that's weird. She's like, wait, is, it was just here. Where is it? Ooh, wish upon. Wish Let's upon. look around. It's but, like crawling across okay, but, the counter but Tim, and then over to, the To edge. my point, can you think of a scene that was that effective, like like as far as affecting our a visceral reaction from us the, again? The hair coming out of the eyeball in in uh, X Day was pretty sweet. Yeah, but it's not the same. You're it's right. Not. It's not the same build up and like, oh man. I mean, you're right. Like Last House on the Left, he gets. He gets kind of that. We're like, right? oh my god, he's gonna be in the microwave. No, it... no, no. Remember in the kitchen scene, oh, yeah, he yeah. gets his hand put in the garbage but disposal, it doesn't but it's milk not. It no, not at all. Like it's this. just shock. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I probably not. Even like, so we think opera, which is just kind of all those scenes where it's like the needles under her eyes. Even that felt just more. It was yeah, suspenseful, it's... but it's more like stylistic. Yeah, exactly. This was just. Straight up, you know, it. you know what really had it? It's insidious, the last key. Oh yeah, with that, with that giant fan. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, no, I mean that's you know, good job. You you made one scene. But again, we've watched seventy two movies now, Tim, and nothing tops it as far as that I can think of is that kind of suspense. Yeah. Yeah, well, great. All right, all right, I'm just saying. (laughs) 
give credit where credit's yeah, due, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Precisely. But then all the the deaths too, like the other ones, we had the garbage disposal. But then we had we were cracking up, remember? It was like she's like going out to be like, Oh god, you know, who's gonna be the next victim? And it's like the dad and the buddy like are on this rickety ladder and like have a chainsaw in the tree. Oh my god. And it's like, of course. <laughs> There's Here's the thing. <laughs> Wait, are we still in things that work? Yes. God damn it. Do you the elevator death of the friend. Just like, why is she? she she's up there to play her, her weird iPhone yeah. game. And right. She falls in the elevator. Um, <laughs> Gina, the cousin or friend or whatever of the of the character, Ryan. Right. Yeah. Gets impaled. Yeah, that's cool. That was a great impalement. The, here's the thing. The, the result of you know the accidents that caused the deaths the at the actual result i think are cool yeah but i have a major beef with the <laughs> the lead up to the, them and we'll and let's just remind me to talk about it more all right um so you didn't love it when um when she wishes that the dad wasn't so embarrassing and then <laughs> In the next scene, he's playing his saxophone and her girlfriends are all wooed by it. I mean, I, I, how can I love? It's inaccurate. It didn't work for you? <laughs> that worked for me. Because let me tell you what. I enjoyed saxophones it. Saxophones are in film or are like implicitly dorky and embarrassing because nobody <laughs> seems to be able to to like the idea that somebody has about what a saxophone is or like how to represent a, playing the saxophone in media mm -hmm. is fucking wrong well it's like they were about 15 years too late too like in in the whatever that that trope is of the sad saxophonist like but they were still doing it so straight faced it was kind of incredible yeah <laughs> incredible like this movie is just from uh, it, it's 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 an identity crisis i don't know what time it's what do you what existing. is this you know the when was this this 2017 but when do you think this was written like 92 <laughs> i don't know yeah. <laughs> right yes <laughs> it felt like and then they, they just did. updated it with oh oh my it god so this character music. is obsessed with an iphone app and then make it so she has 12 instagram followers because she's sad that's and right. unpopular yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good you didn't like uh that the dad was a garbage picker that worked for me because i couldn't <laughs> because it was ridiculous it, wor it works for me as a story element it does not work for me in the casting it just amused me yeah. Um, I, I was cracking up with the uh, dad's obsession with his curtain rods. Remember, she like knocks him over. He's like, <laughs> first he's like, oh yeah, great find. Yeah. He's like, this Check is what he's out. doing. Can, you know, just kind of fill in the details of his garbage picking life. I like when she goes back and she's looking for the box. She's wished to go back so she can find the box oh, right. with him. <laughs> she finds the... This is why this movie should have been a comedy. The curtain rods she keep coming sees back. She the fucking curtain rods and uses them as like cover. Yeah. To, to hide that she's found the box. And she p picks them up and she's like, dad, 
check these out. What you, you think we could do with these? Anything he knows, with this? Yeah. And, and he fucking Ryan Felipe goes, oh, duh, buddy, yeah. <laughs> buddy. And he turns to his friend and he goes, what I say? Told you she had a fucking talent. It runs in the family kind of thing. And it's like, and we're like, fucking, these rods, these fucking, what is he? Curtain rod bullshit. Right. What? What does he see in them? He's so way? proud. He's so proud that she found these fucking curtain like rods. Like earlier in the movie when she trips over them and he's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm going to use these for something. Dad, are you even listening to me? I don't know. I I I was just so. It's a comedy, right? It I was just, to be I was just so amused with like these curtain rods, how they kept coming back. So that, <laughs> that in some regard, entertained me, worked for me. Her getting hit with the car at the end, that was just yeah. so funny. How it was, it was like, she's like, all right, I fixed everything. I'm on top of the world. I'm kissing the new boyfriend. It's a turn and flaunt around and then get hit and like fly 30 feet into the air, it looks like. <laughs> and just kind of to watch the people like just react in the most kind of, I, get, I don't, I never watched like Dawson's Creek or stuff <laughs> like that, but like whatever... <laughs> Whatever my impression of those shows is, is kind of like yeah. when the guy, we haven't even talked about the boyfriend guy, Paul, like Paul. he puts his arm around the girlfriend. Oh my God, did you see that? Just yeah. like oh, that whole kind of. I guess, you know, that's the other thing that worked for me, if I can say anything actually worked, <laughs> is that the, that sort of line that they drew between the tropes, the high school kid tropes and and the execution of probably how high school kind of is currently mm -hmm. like the absurdity of having social media and like how fucking shitty their big fight they get into with each other. Yeah. They get into a big fight. The like, two girls. I, I was like, yeah, it's probably close. Yeah. It might not be right spot on, but I, I mean, bet it's close. Probably a little closer. And what was that movie that just came out with um, the girl? Uh, who was in high school and social media stuff? <laughs> oh Not Ingrid Goes West, but the more like, the more like drama one. I have no idea. You didn't see that? No, <laughs> it was all right. It was all right. Uh, Lady Bird? No, not Lady Bird. Anyways, uh, I don't know. Did you like their big fight? I like the fight. Well, it it's just if you want to see that done right. You just go watch Mean Girls. Yeah, when it's a feel when you feel it's, like you're allowed to sort of laugh at it. Yeah, and it's a fantasy in Mean Girls, like right, like she the sounds of like the jungle. Exactly. Yeah. So having that, having it void of that element, it's still okay, but you know, it it's weird. There's some <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. It worked for me, the shopping spree montage. Oh, God. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you did have fun just seeing her and her girlfriends. Just like, we're living it up. We're doing this. We're doing that. Yeah. No. I mean, it was just so like... It's such a weird, cliched thing. But that's why it was amusing. That's why, but it, that's why it should have been a comedy. Because <laughs> it would have been fun. It wasn't fun. 
It was dumb. I, maybe where I had so much fun in this was just like your misery from all this stuff. <laughs> I think that's why. That's why I'm gonna enjoy it so uh, much. I mean, in the weirdest way, I like. You're right, because I was engaged. <laughs> yeah. Way more than Trench Eleven. I mean, I right? fell asleep in other movies. I didn't fall asleep in this one. Right. So this little this story keeps us going. Didn't you like um when she wishes to be pop, the most popular girl in school? And she shows up at the party, and everyone's just like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, there she is!" <laughs> Whoa! I do and like. He's that. like behind her, yeah. like woo woo woo. Yeah, comedy. But it was. But it's not. But it it works if it is. It really works. But it, I enjoyed watching it. I did too. That part. So it's all our definition. The idea is fun. This is where I was so conflicted on just our, yeah. our whole system of what worked and what didn't work. I know. I'm like, all these things, I have them also for what did not work. Individually, I think a lot of these things work. In the context of the actual movie, they don't. They're mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And that's a weird place to be because it's like, well, wait, what do I actually think then? Yeah. But, but you know, actually the idea – and we knew it right away when she's like, I wish Paul would, would fall madly yes, in love with me. To get like to that, that idea is really cool. And you're like, oh, fuck yeah, because she fucked up. She <laughs> used the wrong words. But we had so much fun with that yeah. one though. The yeah. Paul being I, madly in love with her. It like fully paid off. Pretty like, fully. It is po- like poor little Paul's story of him. Like <laughs> you can just imagine this whole other movie going on that he's the center of when he says like – why haven't you answered my texts? He's She's like, like, it's the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. He's obsessively stalking her. He, he's been taking pictures of her in her sleep. And then when she rejects him, he like freaks out and says, yeah. I can't live without you and slits his wrists in front of her. The right way too. But incredible to see yeah. again, this kind of like who he represents in this kind of uh, again, like the the a weird like held over from the '90s, but also kind of Blumhousey character. See that that one actually, I think, and maybe the Rot one mm-hmm. are actually the closest to the promise of the premise to me, in that they are the wish. Sh- uh, is this true for the other wishes? Well, what I'm gonna say is we'll have to figure this out. The wish itself is not wrong, mm-hmm. but the execution of the of the wish is is improper, and that's where it it fucks her or fucks whoever. And that idea that that's something that she can learn, uh-huh. right, and get better at, and then it can all fall apart. But in this, it's all kind of willy nilly. It's like whatever they don't bother putting into in, in that construct into it and making it a thing yeah but the saying i want him to fall in love with me versus madly in love with me and the consequence of the wording Mm -hmm. is fucking really good because that plays out in a fun way same with i want her to rot you don't actually want her to rot but that's what you're getting so ridiculous that's fucking great who says that (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I've heard that, so I'm okay with it. But even so, like, that, those work precisely for that reason, that they're a wording fuck up. Mm-hmm. And the wish box is taking it literally. Did you see? But does that exist in any of the other wishes? I have to say it was way better than Wishmaster, where, like, 
have you seen that? Whereas mm. like the Wishmasters totally obsessed with like basically twisting your words. Like no matter how you uh, put it, he's always gonna like alter it. Okay. Like in some but it just got so frustrating. But it doesn't it's not consistent, right, with the other wishes. What are the other wishes? Um the, uh, she wishes that she had that that Uncle Arthur gave them everything. Yeah. Right? And there's nothing nuanced about that at all. They he leaves them everything in the will and then it backfires because he didn't pay taxes. But like, God, talk about a fucking lame result. Oh, right. That's a rule we didn't mention. If she gets rid of the box, it all goes away, right? Correct. All the wishes. We learned revert. that. But that's not is that just for some context right, here. Right. But is that why they lose the house and everything? She hasn't given the box away at that point, has she? Oh, that is why? that when is that when Barb hides it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because okay, why right, else right, would? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's when Ryan Felipe grows his beard back. Yeah. <laughs> Tim was keeping tabs on his they, beard. There is some fucking continuity problems in one scene with that beard. Don't I think get me started. I think he I think it was all our marker of time. Okay. And oh, could you tell okay. us how much time was passing? Oh no way. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, seven days. <laughs> uh, so you said you liked the end of credit sequence, or you said it was more interesting than the movie? Oh, the actual, like, imagery of the sequence. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. I was like, let's at least see that movie. Again, um, the Paul the, stuff was just so good again. What was the, what were the wishes? Paul, madly in love. Um, inheritance. Uh, inheritance. Dad not being embarrassing. Her being not embarrassing. Her being popular. Her being popular. Oh. Mom being alive. Yep. And then everything, the very last one more. is everything going back to the way it was. Oh, everything going back to the way it was. And there's one more because there's seven, right? Yeah. What was the very first one? Oh, and I wish the, the rot she brought. Oh, rot. Okay, yeah. cool. Um. Okay. So, hmm. Yeah, only really Paul and the rotting one have the thing that I like. You didn't like the uh, worked for you that the painting she had in her room of the woman's disembodied face that you see like in every other shot of the movie? No. <laughs> Again, maybe it's, it's something about these like these particulars in these kind of movies, though, like when they commit to just this kind of decision, it's just like it's beyond explanation in a way that just tickles me intrigues me amuses me excites me well the yeah i mean there is an ex explanation the nebulousness of time is sort of seen in in like the the filmmaking doesn't know how much time has gone by mm -hmm. and because of that or you know parallel to that in the making of those scenes they their set decorating and production designing is not taking into account any change of time, right? Mm -hmm. They're just like, sure, we're still we're still shooting stuff in this room, so let's just move things around. Well, I mean, the same bike is there all ten years. <laughs> it's twelve years, Ryan. 12 years. It's twelve. Yeah, like right. So, <laughs> yeah, that is why. Did it work for you? How? <laughs> The uncle, like, had a double death moment. Like, did he need to hit his head the second time? <laughs> did you enjoy seeing that happen? Uh, I guess. I don't think that that 
You think that would kill you? I guess it's we're supposed to think, oh, he's old, so he just is more. I mean, there's a lot of he was bleeding a lot, and yeah. if yes, you could. I mean, it just looked so ridiculous that he knocked himself out. I think you know what made it feel wonky is that that faucet seemed kind of unsubstantial. Yeah. If it was like meteor, like a wrought iron faucet or something, then sure, I get behind it. But it was just interesting. And I guess it worked for me on some level when they just sort of go for it. Like he didn't need to sort of hit. He could have just hit his head once. and Maybe that was a result of the director's cut. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) That's what we watched. Right. (laughs) But just that idea of of like they they they, they take um, certain... um, uh, not liabilities. Thank liberties. You. Liberties. Thank you, Tim. Mm-hmm. With just pushing the horror movie things. Yeah. Of like, oh well, it'll be more fun if we he hits himself a second time. It'll be more right. Gruesome. It's like they're almost trying to do a Final Destination style. Yeah. And like that can be fun. Yeah. I even though as stupid and typical as it was that you're right they could just use the word oriental and like wanted to i like always learning about like the background lore of these these things like you're in yeah. your zach baggins way mm. you know oh lou we use the box and that some and there's a demon but the demon this and that and that somehow gets to jerry o'connell who also <laughs> went mad or committed suicide or oh, like i somehow. always like all like i have fun with that as that's a stupid as it was huh that's a big somehow the somehow, you know what it is, I think, is that Claire's mom threw that shit out and put it, she put it in the garbage and Jerry O'Connell found it mm-hmm. somehow, somehow. Um, but like, what, what, how, how and why? And what the fucking, why, why, <laughs> why? Don't Just so that we know why it's outside of that house. But why is it Jerry O'Connell? Maybe this is like, why. What's going on? This is what I enjoy as a whole about whatever specificity, <laughs> like whatever type of non-logic that like is so specific to like this kind of film mm. is I, I like whys that just can't be answered. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just so all inexplicable. And that to me is somehow refreshing when you that you just have to like. Not refreshing, but I like it's cathartic maybe in a way that it's like, well, we this wa- is just we so bad. Why? Something, we watched something that made no fucking sense and it was fun. What was it? It was pretty recent. Again, oh, the like, stuff. Yeah, the stuff. Where it's like, who gives a fuck? Right. Well, that's built into its but that's, DNA where it's yeah. like, it works. Like, it only lends itself to this. But this, this I don't know. It's It still does that for me, though, of like. I have to throw my hands up in the air, you know, at a certain point. Okay, yeah. No, and, yes. I I get that. We didn't have any Mo Rutherford to keep us going. Even though the, the main girl, like, she was, I was engaged with her, she's through fine. her the yeah. whole time. Yeah, she's the right it was kind of character for this. Getting to know the kind of motley cast of characters <laughs> and, oh, there's, there's the Ryan Felipe dad with his buddy who, like, even though they're rich now, are still just garbage hunting, like. <laughs> yeah. I like, yeah, okay. I can get behind that. It's funny. Okay, okay. It's funny. Why isn't it more funny? Make it fun. Well, how about it, Tim? I'm good. I mean, I don't have anything. Great. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> what did not work? It's not ready yet. Seems to work okay. No, something important's missing. What did not work? <laughs> 
This is one of those movies where I literally could sit down and almost frame to frame <laughs> complain about things. So well, anything that's just broadly, though, like how do you put just sort of like how do you start as core or as broad? Like if you were giving notes on this. I, I think the first thing is a thing that I said about a thousand times just now. Like, what is it? Is it a fucking horror movie? Is it, it doesn't know what it is, mm-hmm. right? Is it a comedy? Is it a comedy horror? Is it a serious horror? I mean, it's you know, trying like, to be wh- a horror movie with this sort of shoehorning in, shoehorning in like these kill, the whole kill premise, like right. on top of the wishing thing. Like Final Destination is fun and funny, even though the characters are taking it seriously. Yeah. And so that's. You know, I think tone is the biggest thing that is not working in this because it's just sort of flat. It's like, well, what? Well, what is it like that? That's where I was kind of got hung up with when I said, oh, it's almost like it's on this sort of level of logic where if it was a certain style, it could work that we just get on board with it, like almost in the stuff. But um, the fact that it was there was. There was like it's kind of fault from the get go as soon as the first couple wishes happen and she realizes that people are dying because of this. It kind of like to make it a realistic tone kind of all goes out the water because what wishes could she like would she really be like, okay, I know that someone close to me is going to die. Yeah. Yet. I'm still going to wish that this boy likes me. Like, what? Right. Like, what? There's like, a way. There is a way to have the those two things kind of work. I'm not exactly sure. I'd have to, like, You'd, you'd have to do a lot more with and, sort of her being in, like, denial because it's magical. Right. And build the rules. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> when they were trying to destroy the box and you're like, it's magic. What are you trying to do? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. You can't smash it. They try it's, to burn it. It literally granted you wishes. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking saying. magic. It's a magic box. You think you could just toss it in a fire? Get on board You're with like, the rules. You've already made wishes that have come true at this point. That, I, you know what this movie fucking needed? It needed the character who knows the shit. Mm-hmm. Who's literally like us? He's the he's he or she is the 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 hang the lantern on Wasn't everything that what person. The, like the kind of cousin or whoever that was was supposed to be the friend, the cousin, the sister of the Ryan. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But it needs to be like a close friend. It needs to be somebody who's commenting in the scenes where I mean, it's we like have Barb and the other girl right there. But they're just telling you that it's a bad idea. They're not saying, hey, 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 let's just for a second, if, if, let's say the the guy they, they got to hang, hang a lantern on it. They have to somebody yeah. the 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 quote unquote nerd expert needs he, who's seen every movie ever or something. I mean, that needs was to come in and the be Ryan like, character hey. was kind of could have just been that he kind of was that almost. But he yeah, not enough. Like he no, I'm, not, I'm not saying any of these people were. I'm just saying to make a point, all these people could have been or yeah, something. No, he's probably the closest. Yeah, but he's not a close enough friend. Like he should be. Why is he a in, skateboarder versus um, whatever nerd they right. need him to be? Right. Like if, if they already go through the convenience of having her be in a Mandarin class when she discovers this like Chinese box. By the way, bougie fucking school with this <laughs> Mandarin class. Jesus. We had one in our thousand person school. Wow. Was it? Not a lot of people took it though. Some people did. Um so yeah, I mean there's 
there's ways if you're going to do a teen movie mm-hmm. and you're going to have all these other tropes. Why are you missing the fucking the nerd? <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you missing that? Like, I feel like, like that's what he was. And su- find a fun way to do it. Like, they thought he was. But then they were like, oh, but let's make him a cool nerd and make him like, skateboard. Yeah. It's like making Peter Parker a skateboarder in The Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, no, that's not right it's wrong it's fucking bad so but like have somebody who can come in and be like (laughs) and be like you're doing it wrong yeah here's why and they can be wrong in their assessment that's fine but they need to be somebody who can hang a lantern on it be like hey just by like why like they can be the guy who's like standing there fucking you know drinking a, a jolt cola being like that's not gonna work we have it's that magic. In, uh, I feel like that's all the Happy Death Day movies are. We get that character. Yeah. Yeah, that that though I didn't see the second one, but yeah, it's that like have people who fucking get it. Mhm. Don't make everybody such a two-dimensional dipshit that we who cares? <laughs> who the fuck cares? Ryan Felipe just fucking dumpster dove after getting inheriting a mansion. Like I'm just like <laughs> fucking whatever, dude. <laughs> She only has 12 followers. Also, she got two likes. Yeah. Also, like, he's the wrong casting for this. Just straight up wrong casting for this. You know who's fucking right for this? Donnie Wahlberg. (laughs) Deadbeat, right? Like, he's a deadbeat. I just never bought this guy dumpster diving. That's right. You can fucking clean Donnie. You can clean a deadbeat, like a natural deadbeat. You can clean them up and go, oh, shit. But you can't dirty up. Ryan Felipe Ryan Felipe is like 1997 heartthrob. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Putting that patchy ass beard with no mustache on is wrong. First of all, nobody fucking has that mu- that fucking beard. Yeah. Nobody. I had that beard when I was fucking a sophomore or a freshman in, in college because I couldn't grow a mustache. <laughs> right. Like nobody chooses to have an Abe Lincoln. Yeah the fuck <laughs> but he he just uh he's uh he's not doing so hot tim well if he's not doing so hot why is there fucking the inside of their house so goddamn clean also how do they still live in that house <laughs> that's, that's a I nice fucking right. house they have to go back to that house like what like come on you know what they fucking should have been they should have fucking been evicted from that house when her mom died and they should have been living down the street in a fucking shitty apartment, yeah. like a shithole apartment. And the uncle should have fucking inherited that house and not fucking let them stay there. Right. And that's and something it, they get back in the inheritance. Yeah. Hello. That's fucking easy. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. It from the get go. What I think tipped me off the most of this movie, just being like, this is not right. Like, what is this doing? Like, what are you even? Was when you have Sherilyn Fenn, like, like waving at like, the beginning. And she looks the exact same age, like, 12 years later. Didn't, I know. Didn't bother anything to, like, age her one way or the other. Also, why is she just, she's gardening in the yeah. middle of the street? No, that's what was so what weird. Fuck? It felt like, you know, kind of when we watch those, like, the Wes Craven movies and we're like, oh, is it a dream? Right? Oh, it's going to end yes. up being a dream. Yes. It felt like that, where there's just something a little off. Where oh it's like, God. she's the little girl. Yeah. Or the main character's little, we haven't even, what's her? Claire. Claire. 
Claire's the little girl, and then like, hello, Claire, hi. <laughs> Just like that whole attitude. It was so weird, but it was actually supposed to be like, we're supposed to have happy connotations with it. <laughs> oh, paradise. That opening. The happy neighbor. That opening scene is so bizarre yeah it's so all over the place first of all we start off with this tipping up with a ridiculously fish lensed or fish-eyed lens Uh right and so we're like panning up and over and down to the house and it's like what am i supposed to feel from that (laughs) right I mean, other than nauseous. Kind of like the last shot of the movie that goes into her eye. We're yeah, like, what are you that what is that doing? When was this a wish? Weird arbitrary. Yeah. Right? And then we've got like we kinda have like a Lynchian like like soundtrack and like a little bit of that um that like glowiness yeah. to the to, to the image. And she rides her bike and there's that like there's a wide close up of her on the bike that's like moving with with her like it's attached mm-hmm. to the bike which has its a weird feel to it too so i guess if for nothing else it's it's making us uncomfortable that's fine but like this idea that the mom the mom is throwing out the fucking box mm-hmm. and then she's gonna go so this is the story right like this is the the, the literal facts of what's happening right now the mom has wished a bunch of things mm-hmm. Who knows what the fuck those were? She's decided to throw the box away. She's her daughter comes running outside to say, mommy, mommy, hi. Yeah. Great. And then she puts her on her bike and sends her down the road a block to look at some birds. Mm -hmm. And that's enough time for the mom to go upstairs and and hang herself. Uh So it's like. Did the mom plan to – was this like a routine that the girl goes and gets – goes and looks at the bird every time and the mom was like, okay, something in, about in, in 30 right. seconds at, at 3 p.m. every day, right. my, Claire, my little girl Claire comes outside and she rides down the street. It takes her about 35 seconds to get to the birds and then come back. So if I'm outside and I throw the box out. I've got 35 seconds plus a little bit of time because Claire has right, to come the, up into the, the house whole to hurt. hang myself. What? Like the whole what? riding the bike thing, it just didn't, it just was. It's just a fucking conceit to get Claire out of the house but for that moment. But you don't even moment. have to have. You don't at all. It's just like have her be outside. Also, the mom what is says, it? I'm going inside or whatever. Yeah, she hung Stay out and then, here and play. Right. And then she sort I of. I love says, you like, so much. I'll see you later. Then seconds later, she gets the thought of like, wait, where's my mom? And thinks to check on her. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have Claire out there playing. And like being distracted by fucking Twin Peaks lady Mm -hmm. and like she can see a thing, whatever the fuck. But we've established that mom is like on the porch, like on a fucking, you know, bench swing or something. I did it all for you, Claire. Right. And we Claire doesn't see that mom has disappeared and has to have that realization and goes, hmm. Well, that's weird. Mom, like, where'd you go? And then Mm. she can search and find out this other thing, like. Why? What? It, I don't understand. What's the point? Mm-hmm. Why? What does having her ride down the street and see some little birds and come back? What does that tell us about Claire at all? She likes riding bikes. 
<laughs> she likes little birds. She likes little birds. Well, that doesn't come back. At least the fucking bike Remember, does. Remember, that was what we said at the beginning where it was like, oh, she's going to like be a paint. Oh, yeah. She ended up being a painter. But we we're like, oh, yeah, she's going to like paint birds or something or nope. Have we established later that the mom was a painter as well. Mm-hmm. Have mom fucking in her studio say, you know, say Claire, Claire comes in. Mom, can I like can I play in here? And the mom's like a little harsh. Mm-hmm. No, not today. Claire's like, oh fuck, mom's in a bad mood. Okay, fucking whatever. She's like, go play in the yard. I'll watch you from the window. I wait. Why? Okay, so you know what I mean? Like I'm, anything. I'm just trying to figure out the movie now. So we know Claire died at the end because she wished everything back, and she was the blood sacrifice. But that was not against. But but that was. That was her being killed externally. Why? The rule, what could the, have gotten the mom to actually kill herself? The what? rule of the box as we know it is you get seven wishes. If, when you make a wish, each wish comes with a blood price. And the final blood price is your life. The demon takes no, your life. No, it says life. it takes your soul. Oh, it takes your soul. Okay, So great. not necessarily your life, whatever that means. Well, let's make an assumption that they... They think it means the same thing. Nope. I can't. <laughs> okay. I, do, I don't. I don't. So, because Jerry O'Connell, like, the demon comes and gets him, right? Uh-huh. Like, he, like, locks himself in a room, mm-hmm. and the demon comes and fucking busts the room. See, there you, you know, go. The door Taking open, his right? soul, yeah. So, okay. So, if that's what's happening. So, the only way to not have the demon take your soul is to kill yourself. If Wait, where was the demon coming from, do you think, if you had to break into the room? The dumpster? <laughs> like, why not just <laughs> the box? Why not? Okay, coming from the box. Right, right, right. Wait, but but it doesn't make sense. Why would okay make this, some fucking no, no, rules that is, make just a little bit of sense? Just some rules. So why? What I was getting to was why do you think the mom killed herself? Did it have to do with the box magic, or was it just like she was overwhelmed that, with it all? None of that. That that thread that they tried to tie, she like painted a picture m- of the box. Means no. <laughs> it fucking makes no sense. What were her wishes that she was making? Like yeah, like Ryan Felipe at one point is like, your mom had a really tough cause, life because basically we know that okay. she wasn't her own blood sacrifice because she committed suicide. Right. It wasn't a final destination death. Right. Like everyone else gets. So she's killing herself out of guilt for all of the bad shit that happened because of her own wishes. But it's like, that's just, we don't know. Why would you do one more terrible thing to ruin someone's life? Like if she's apparently (laughs) made every, their life looks fine. Like how has she been screwing everything up? They seem like they're doing fine. I know, right? Like, well, we don't know. Like maybe, maybe she's like, I can't live with this dumpster diver anymore. (laughs) Right. Maybe it had nothing to do with the box. (sighs) Maybe she wishes (laughs) to not, live the have the life that she has and then she just feels like against her will getting taken over and like commits suicide i no, but she's already gotten rid of the box so she knows it i know so everything should go back to normal and she's fine fucking whatever i just, I just don't it, know why she killed stupid. herself i want to know why she killed herself tim so that claire can be like this is your fault yeah Again, and then from the get-go. And that doesn't make sense. And right from the opening scene, I have to go, you know what? I just don't, I just can't know this why. I just have to let go of that, Ryan. (laughs) I guess, but fuck. If you're gonna weave this kind of thing (laughs) in, that like, oh, the mom had the box. 
you better fucking have a reason. It was just by just the merely the fact that showing later on that she had painted it, it was supposed to like make everything click somehow. Also, let me just fucking insert this. If the mom had the box painted painting of the box, <laughs> you're going to tell me that fucking Ryan Felipe didn't know that she had that box. Right, she must have been making all these wishes affecting his life. Right. Maybe like, she wished that he had that chin beard. <laughs> right. I wish he had an embarrassing chin beard. <laughs> well, how about, I'd kill myself for wishing how that. About too. One of our other favorite uh, parts, Tim, when um, he is crawling. This is the thing I think you wanted to talk oh. about too. When so oh, yes. so, so cut between the girl in the elevator who's gonna die. We also have Ryan Felipe, where we're like the dad we just talked about. Like maybe he's gonna die too because he's crawling underneath his car as he's changing a tire to get the keys that he dropped. But no, there's the nut. He the, drops the nut. He drops the lug so, nut. So, but or whatever. They're on the. They're outside of the car. They're. We see it. It's like they're on the other side of yeah, the car. It rolls under the car to the other side so of the car. Instead of getting, instead of just walking like around to get it, he like <laughs> just go. He like super intensely like gets on the ground and like stretches and stretches. He. So here's my issue with almost all of the deaths. <laughs> They are not the result of, like, the demons. It's not Final Destination where, like, supernatural shit is actually, like, happening that they can't get away from. It's like, like karmic forces in some mysterious right. way, paranormal every, way. Every single fucking one of those deaths, except for the elevator, I think, um, that... Are, are really the result of them being fucking clumsy or dumb, mm -hmm. right? The Uncle Arthur, we don't know about the dog. Who the fuck knows? Well, but, the dog was chasing rats he shouldn't have. Remember the rats dropping yeah, down? what the fuck was that? Wah! It was like Dropping down from where? It was a jump scare. <laughs> so weird. But my point is, <laughs> un Uncle Arthur is just clumsy, right? Yeah. He shouldn't be. He should fucking. He's old. Like and so be, is the neighbor. Be more Sherilyn careful. Share. Yeah. You have a ponytail. First of all, we've established that you fucking are a complete idiot. You're putting your fucking hand in a garbage disposal. For a carrot. For a fucking carrot nub. <laughs> so you're dumb. Uncle Arthur's dumb. Yeah. Clumsy and dumb. Um. The who's dad next? who um, almost dies by the calling. Dad who, yeah, the dad curls under a car that's jacked up. Are you fucking insane? But so you were saying. And then also Gina. Gina just trips on the rug. Turn the fucking light on. <laughs> yeah. She trips on the rug and impales her head. You know that that's your place. You know that fucking sculpture's there. So. You're just dumb. You're all just clumsy and dumb. But you're saying as far as like why cross cut between is it going to be oh, her right. in the elevator or is it going to be him under the car? Yeah, because like it's you're some like, sort of fucking like, ooh, is it going to be this or is it going to be that? But you say it's like, is the demon messing with us, the audience? Yeah, like, it's, it's not, not like Claire's standing there playing tennis, like looking back and forth. Like, oh, my God, like my dad is under that car over there. Oh, my God, my friend's in that elevator that might inexplicably. In right. Why does the curse fall? care? The Wh curse. We. Yeah. Is we, it is it just sort of like hedge its bets? 
like if that's I have kind to- of because at one point Barb has to jump out of the way of the fire thing that's falling. Is it like trying to kill people the whole time? <laughs> yeah, it's like whichever one happens first. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> what a fucking lazy demon! <laughs> just kind of just just put this out there. It's just. So things that... What a fucking mess. So things I had under uh, what did work that I also have under what did not work was <laughs> the dad being the garbage picker, the her getting hit with the car at the end, the why does the uncle like have to have an extended death, the dad's obsession with the current rods. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I feel like... It, I feel exhausted by this... I didn't even th- uh, so so you were talking about like seeing how to fix this movie or whatever or like you saw the opportunity. It's like I just so beyond like just to start like to, if I was given this like premise or wanted to see this premise, I'd be like, why? Like I could have enjoyed this without the weird final destination things. Like I get they were just like, oh, it's not enough deaths. How it could it be a horror movie without that? But, like, whatever movie I was envisioning or, like, I would have done is so different. Like, yeah. you can do plenty of a, a movie with conflict and tension just around the repercussion of the wishes themselves. Like, isn't that what the story usually is? Yeah. <laughs> like, why? Yeah, isn't that, like, what Monkey Paw is? Yeah. But is, is, it's like Monkey Paw, but more. Because that's not enough. You know what's really, like, I'm not even sure how to put a, a, a finger on this Exactly, but the way the way that like when she makes a wish that the 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 consequence of something you know the blood price or whatever it's it's too almost like on the nose or like in your face right like anybody with half a fucking brain I think maybe this is because we're watching it. But like if we were her, right, if Mm -hmm. like imagine that you're Claire, you're a teenage girl and you find this this wish box and you think, yeah, what the fuck ever? I'll make a wish. Yeah, sure. Willy nilly. It doesn't matter. You you definitely don't think that anything malevolent exists around this. So you make a wish. I wish my enemy will rot. And then she rots. You would go, oh, shit. I may- we, we even see this moment where she goes to school mm-hmm. and her friends are like, did you hear about bitch face, whatever her name is? She's rotting. And Claire, like, to, to the actor's credit, has a really fucking amazing reaction. <laughs> yeah. She goes, she goes... Oh my God, it's like she's right. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I definitely wished that she would rot. <laughs> like, we see it just wash over her. Yeah. That's when you stop making wishes. Yeah. Right then. I don't know. Or I, you could or make a you bias. get one more. You yeah, get one more. You're like, there's oh. no way this is true. This is a coincidence. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you can. But you, you go, okay, okay, okay. I literally wished last night that she would rot, and now she's rotting. The fucking wish box works. I just need to wish for something good, right? So I'll give her that. You wish for something good, and then that happens. 
Right, her friend's like, why wouldn't you wish for cancer to be cured or world peace? And she just doesn't have a response. Because here's, this is, a and and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is a major, like, fuck-up flaw. What's the blood price, the dog is the blood price for her wishing that her friend would rot, or her enemy would rot, right? Okay. That one I can get away with. Like, I'll give give her the one. The second one is what? Uh, The uncle, Uncle. I wish that I, in, I inherited everything from him. And then he fucking dies. Mm-hmm. The, you, no more wishes. You now know. No, that's, this is what I was saying at the beginning. From the get-go, it just makes you like, how is this a person I buy into right. whose process is this? I just, I don't know, man. Like, I think that the 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 cause and effect is too close to her. Yeah. And so you need it to be a little more removed in order to for that, her to make these discoveries. To have that like, moral ambiguity. Like, was that was it the box or that story where it's like you press this button and this good thing happens except someone you don't know dies? Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, it, it needs to be, yeah, there needs to be a thread that is tangential enough that it'll come back around to her. But, you know... That she can't really key in on right away. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're like, you're an asshole. And then who gives a fucking shit? I don't care if she learns a lesson. She sucks. Mm-hmm. She's a fucking dick about it. <laughs> she fucking, she keeps wishing shit. Ryan's like, hey, my fucking, my fucking cousin is right. dead because of you. No, I get, Stop I, making I wishes. Think we covered this territory. So, I, I brought it up earlier. Yeah, I just, I don't fucking understand how you can get away with I just this. want the different movie like I just wanted to I just was saying I like rather than saying uh, I wish blah blah would rot I wish she was like I wish her head grew ten times its regular size you know <laughs> and then I wish she wished I wish the school got overrun by goblins like yeah you know when you have a wish box like you can wish anything like you know, I, I want to see To that point, I should have said this. I've forgotten about this completely. Her friends make this point. Yeah, you could have wished. You could wish for anything. You could have wished for like two or three giant fucking great things for the world. Yeah, and you didn't. You're a dick. You could have wished to have a best friend was a talking, singing gorilla who played the ukulele. Like right, and that the world (laughs) is cool with that. Like they're in. Just, I just like just to see, but it was just would have ticked. I mean, this was of course not that movie. You just know it's way too serious to do anything like that. But that's why, partly also, why I just wanted to see it happen so bad. Well, yeah, and also the the consequence, like her her moral lesson, like the thing that she like. If this is a cautionary tale, like she doesn't learn a fucking lesson. Nope. at all. What's she learn? She like, How to get rid of the box. She just kind of feels good at the end because it's all over. She's like, all right, I'm going to go like kiss the boy and then be all like, you know, be all confident and then get killed. She needs to like learn to appreciate her dad. Right. Like, I guess that's part of the she lesson. She never cares. Yeah. I mean, she cares that he gets his head lopped off. Oh, right. The chainsaw. <laughs> I don't think that's how it would work, to be honest. I, I think, think he you just can got cut sliced. a head off with a chainsaw. Huh? I don't think you can cleanly cut a head off with a chainsaw. I think Evil Dead it would, just would go beg <laughs> to differ. <laughs> Zombies are different, though, or undead, or what the fuck ever they're called. 
Um, Any other grand what did not work? Like, how... Um... How do you actually... How do you actually pick up this apart when it's kind of so unfathomable at the same time? Yeah. I think that to me, if you're going to do this right, you're kind of, you're hitting it on the head. You got to make, you got to lean on absurdity more. <laughs> like, like we were saying when the girl in the elevator, when the elevator smashes, it should have been a fucking bloodbath. Yeah. Like. They blew they blew up blood bags in um ready or not mm-hmm. you know like it should be like that like fuck over the top like fucking Peter Jackson Here's style the thing, though, over you the know, top you like, mentioned ready there. or not honestly like ready or not feels like as if these people had realized along the way let's try to make it a comedy and then it's just super awkward and doesn't work <laughs> Because it's not right. actually funny because they have terrible sense of humor. Right, right. Like yeah. that's ready or not is the comedy. Like that's what you get if they if you had told them make it a comedy wish upon people. Yeah. It doesn't mean it would have been good, you know. Not no no not post facto right. Yeah. Like if the writer wrote it as a comedy, I think then you can go from there. But I but you see what I mean as far as that comparison like. Barbara Marshall is the writer. Uh, let's see. So she also did oh, stuff I haven't seen. Well, whatever. Let's we want to. So think, that's interesting. Things of note. If uh, yeah, if this fits that, you want to do that? Yeah. All right. Things of note. Things of note. <laughs> this should be interesting. Well, we referred to her as Barb a couple times. There is meaning there is Barb from Stranger Things yeah. in this. Yeah, she's cool. So that was exciting. See her in something else. Um, just the, did it, this come? Uh, yeah, this came after Stranger Things, right? It, oh, about the same. And year. I kind of like mentioned it already, just trying to explain its weird like tone and what it is and the kinds of media it's com- a combination of. But yeah, I mean, you know, there's definitely some kind of influence with it's like. The uh, Ryan Felipe, you said, was like the 90s, 2000s heartthrob guy, right? Mm -hmm. And you have like Jerry O'Connell, similar boat. The main girl, Claire, she just reminded me of like the main girl from Gilmore Girls Hmm. so much. Just like how she kind of just looked and felt. And then, of course, yeah, then Sherilyn Fenn, who's, you know, kind of in in Twin Peaks, which I don't exactly group in that, but it's still very, you know, 90s and sort of multicast, you know, yeah. Character drama. Um, I don't know. Just the, so that was interesting. <laughs> That's what we got. The, uh, uh Joey the, King, you know, if I don't know how much you read good. into the, the, the wind script screenplays, unread, you know, screenplays that aren't produced. Mm. There's that, um, that kind of like industry thing called the blacklist. Yeah. Of I've like real, the, all the really good top scripts that are unproduced. I just rolled my eyes a little bit, but well, you should because this film screenplay was voted into the 2015 blacklist. What does that tell you? Tim? I mean, I feel like I should reserve my comments All about right. the blacklist publicly. The film is based <laughs> on the 2004 <laughs> Philippine film called Feng Shui. Whoa! Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I guess we got to watch that now, Tim. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, are you... I mean, yes. I, it can, I... can it be worse? 
Yeah, now I wish I had looked into that more because now all these questions we had about, like, did they actually, how different was their approach? Yeah. Um, so we watched the director's cut there or the unrated cut, whatever. It's in the theatrical cut. So there's 14 differences between the two. Mm -hmm. Tim. Okay. These are just the wow. numbers for us. <laughs> there's eight extended scenes with alternate material, six extended scenes, two scenes with alternate material. And the unrated director's cut runs 58.68 seconds longer than the theatrical version. Wow. And the, Lastly, I have, so after some of the, um, the initial credits, like the cast and blah, 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 we have a credit that reads, thanks to Kim for always watching over us. Never, never seen that before. Hmm. Thought that was interesting or noteworthy. Kim. Thank you for watching over us, Kim. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> exactly. Who do you think put that there? Do you think it was the director? I think it was the a direct the director or a producer. Yeah. But probably the director. Huh. Yeah, who knows? That's a, that's it is a little odd. Let's see that mo uh, documentary. Right. The multi uh, let's, let's let's look at the multiverse, Tim. Oh my god. Where documentary exists <laughs> on Kim watching over the making of Wish Upon. Yeah. Um who knows what the real numbers are, but uh, in terms of this made money, which yeah, I think you, is pretty. You saw the trailer. I it's know. like, of course, people were going to go see this. Yeah. I'm, I mean, yes and no. It's one of those ones where I'm like, it could. It says the director of Annabelle. Like, people yeah. are going to go see it just because of that. It's got fucking Ryan Felipe in it. Right. <laughs> it's got fucking Jerry O'Connell in it. <laughs> I wonder if they use that in their marketing. Yeah, I mean, that is the trailer is God, the marketing. That's so random. It is a thing of note to me because I don't even know what to th think about it. But what the Jerry O'Connell scene is. Let's well, so say just to give put him in it to make it it's this sort literally of like just that to just make it kind of these 90s, 2000s like people just it's it's got that is so odd. <laughs> but you're it's right. The, though. It's what it's trying it, to be it all it all. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, what's that all that's about? What, and that's it's what, freaky. I was able to enjoy this, like, in that sense of, again, I never watched Dawson's Creek, but it's like, what if a wish box was just in an episode of one of those shows? Like, one of those 90s, 2000s like teen shows. <laughs> no, no, like a teen show. Oh. Like, let's say something with no... Like Saved by the Bell? <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? Like, these dramas, like, whatever. Like, a Gilmore Girls. Oh, right, like, right, right, Like, yeah. all these things. Yeah. The, 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 the WB shows. The yeah. CW shows. Yeah, I The gotcha. ones with no supernatural elements at all. Right. This movie felt like, what if you took one of those and just put a wish box in it? But even those... Well, maybe not. I don't, I don't know if no, I really No, even those, I'm sure those. they're, like, way better and more consistent in characters and there's redeeming things. Right, right. But just as far as, like, when yeah. you don't watch them and you kind of have a view of, like, the world they exist in. Yeah. And, like, how it looks and feels and, like, like the music choices, all that. Anyways. Yeah. Their, their version of reality. It's interesting. You know what's... You know what? That's a really interesting fucking thing to think about. Because... That means we've officially moved out of homage to John Hughes. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, 
oh, we've moved out of homage into John Hughes. No, out of homage to John Hughes. To- like, homages to John Hughes films. Oh, oh, oh. We've moved that. We've now, we're past that. Right. We're now homaging fucking Dawson's Creek. Mm-hmm. Which were as- the homages. Which were the homages to John Hughes, right? Like, or such, something in that realm. But, but the. So we're it, now, it's it watered is down. It, is it homage, though, even though it was made in 2017? It seems like it was genuinely written to be one of those movies from the 90s, 2000s. It doesn't feel like it's homage. Maybe it is just by see circumstance. Right. But it feels like, no, they were just still in the reality where you write movies like this. That's interesting. Like, you know, it was like like trying to write like Final Destination characters or whatever, or like I Know What You Did Last Summer characters as like actually being real. But then this sort of trying to give it some kind of gravitas a la Blumhouse. You know what it, yeah, it, it feels, yeah, this is an interesting trap, I think. It, it feels to me like it was an assignment. Mm-hmm. It was an assignment that somebody said to this writer or hired this writer or maybe whatever, however it came about. But that the assignment was, we want you to make a horror movie that is Mean Girls. And that's it. I know. I, I Or think, a horror I, movie I, I that think. is Mean Girls and Monkey Paw. Like, like they I said, think they just here's what Where's our is. Monkey Paw horror movie? There's money in that. Let's make it a box. Let's get, sure. let's get this director of Annabelle. But they said, make it a teen movie. Well, I think right? that's just, yeah. They probably say, you know, make it a PG-13 movie. I think it's just so. Sure. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's true. But that's it's true. so everything about is just, it's the first idea, you know, of like, right. okay, teenage girl, high school. Right, you're right. It, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm overthinking it. <laughs> you're overthinking the fact that they would have overthought it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think they did. God, I don't know, man. I'm kind of offended on a bunch of different levels. Why am I? Why does this not make me as mad as Trench Eleven, though? Like, because Trench Eleven is just fucking. It, Trench Eleven is like drinking, drinking fucking um, like dirt, dirty water. It's like drinking pond water. You know what, though? It's Even no, though it's like, there was plenty going for it. Our last week's film, Hide and Seek. I enjoyed watching this way more than Hide and Seek. Hide and Seek, I was pretty darn bored during, too. Like, it was a different kind of just self-seriousness that wasn't clicking. Yeah, that's true. They're very, mm, yeah. Yeah, why do movies suck? Is it us? <laughs> well, we do we try say to... That, we say this on the... So this will come out in the new year, but we're recording on the 31st of December 2019. Yes. The last day of this decade. Yeah. And were you were you leading up to some grand thing about us hating horror movies? I mean, I'm just thinking maybe in the new decade, we'll hate them less. Okay. Or maybe we'll watch good ones. Well, we haven't done the official stats of how many um, rents and buys versus streams and avoids. But um, should we? Time will tell. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we've hit I think we'd do that at a year. Yeah. Or um, 100, 100 episodes. episodes. Yeah. We did a year Which already. we'll be hitting this year. That's right. So. How long do we have? So stay tuned. 28 for more episodes? Something like that. 
Yeah. Oh, that's 28 weeks. Yeah. It's like half a year. I'm looking forward oh. to it. But we got, we still aren't that close yet. We're like six months away. We still got to watch Wish Upon 2 and 3 and 4. Stop it. <laughs> the continue, it was left open for the sequel. Maybe that's our last thing of note. I would watch that uh, actor. <laughs> yeah. Even though he licked his lips a lot. <laughs> right. Which is a funny thing from an acting point of view. I my lips now. I, um... I suffered from this. It's mm-hmm. like a lot like young actors in particular often have little ticks that they don't realize they're doing. So you have to be called out on them and, and consciously stop doing it. But he has like a little lick, li- uh, lip licking. Yeah. Tick. His name was Ryan. Oh, my God. In this episode, we covered my first name's Ryan. Tim's middle name is Ryan. This film stars Ryan Felipe. And there's a character named Ryan. Shit, dude. Usually there's a lack of Ryan people named that. In my, you know, in, it's also it was also made by Orion Pictures, <gasps> which ah! has a good Trek record. They like did a lot of classic good eighties yeah. yeah, back stuff. in the day. Um, I wonder why this wasn't a Blumhouse. It's interesting, right? <laughs> okay, Tim, do you have any recommendations if we're done talking about this? Yeah. Okay, so I started a series yesterday. Was that yesterday? God, I guess it was. Um, and it is upsetting, to say the least. It's called Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. It's about a teenage girl who is raped by a home invasion intruder. And then in the first episode, her credibility comes into question as to whether or not this actually happened. Oh, I've heard about this, yeah. And... Tony Collette's in it. She hasn't even shown up. She's not even in the first episode, but she's obviously the best. And the other act that dude, it is, it's really fucking upsetting, Yeah. but, but in the right way, it's really, really good. And so fucking well-written and well-acted to show kind of the cracks in how we systemically view the credibility of women. Mm-hmm. And like, from all angles, right? Because there are women who have certain opinions about this girl's credibility. There's the cops. There's a detective. There's her friends. Like, both male and female. And, like, showing how fucked up we have been conditioned to believe or disbelieve people based on certain uh, components of their life or their past is... Or just biases and children. Exactly. It is so fucking upsetting. And the acting is wildly amazing. The main girl is crazy. I guess they, I think they were nominated, like a bunch of actors were nominated for Golden Globes for this. Don't see people licking their lips in this one. Oh, no. There's a lot of crying. (laughs) Rightly so. It's super upsetting. It got, I actually ended up being like, I'm not going to watch multiple episodes in a row Mm -hmm. because i was like it's it's really heavy but it is fucking good so Mm -hmm. check it out (laughs) (laughs) cool i don't know this is always kind of hard for me this let uh, the recommendations is it because there's nothing really i like i'm like oh my god you gotta see this but like i've watched things (laughs) you know what it was better than i thought it was a completely different movie than i thought it was gonna be was ma Oh, really? I watched Ma. <laughs> I I just saw the poster and said, probably not. It wasn't the 
movie that they edited the trailer to be of like this kind of totally bombastic crazy like she's just going around killing everyone okay it ends up being this like really heavy like there she has this full backstory for like and it like these kids did kind of the worst thing imaginable to her wow. and like all of them are in it so it's like about these like people you know there were kids together in high school and now they're all adults dealing with like you know these things from the past like and, sleepers yeah wait what you remember that movie oh yes sleepers? Right. Um, <laughs> yes. And um, I don't know. And you just got, it was like, it was silly, but I just I got into it. So whatever. I'll recommend it. <laughs> I recommend Dead Mom. You're sounding like me now. Yeah. Jesus. Well, 2020, baby. Yeah, we got to ratchet it up. Or just crazy things are going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well,. God, and I'll I feel like more, uh, I need to come back around. I think I should just be a stream on this. <sighs> I'm tapping the keyboard in in a questioning way. To do see I, if you do just I type write the word stream? Do I write stream or do I write a void? <laughs> what do your hands type? Uh, stream, stream. All right. Your turn to pull next week's film. Fuck yes. Baby, here we go. There's a new film coming out, which we haven't talked about if we want to see or not, but I'm going to go see The New Grudge. Direct- oh, I saw the preview for that. <laughs> yes, sir. By the director of The Eyes of My Mother, which we reviewed. Yes. Okay, I'm into it. Oh, fuck. I dropped that one, whatever it was. Oh, this is a tiny one. <gasps> Wait, didn't we already watch this? From Beyond? Didn't we? Isn't that the one we watched? Not so fast, guys. <laughs> or was that The Beyond? <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> oh no, we haven't watched this one. This is a '86 like Lovecraftian movie Ooh. with uh, Jeffrey Combs. Nice director Stuart Gordon, who made you know Reanimator. Whoa! <laughs> oh yeah, Castle Freak. He made Fuck that. That yeah. one's fun. Oh cool! Yeah, body horror. <laughs> Sweet. Good pick. '86. Let's Sorry. hope it's a good pick. Uh, I mean, I'm excited to watch it regardless. Me too. What do you think of the cleaned up uh, studio we've got here? It doesn't look different to me. I'm sorry. Mm. Well, I cleaned. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. But you just admitted there is dusting to be done. I didn't dust. Okay. I like organize. Let's put it that way. I think we'll, I think we should get our office in chip, 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 top, top shape here. Tip top shape for the new year, Tim. Yeah. Maybe if we had like more listeners, we could make money. You don't know how many people are listening to this right now. This is this is existing in perpetuity, Tim. <sighs> That's true. Wow. Hi, new listener. Come on, Tim. Don't you dig on multiverses? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, until then, you can find us at dismemberinghorror.com. Yep. And... <laughs> At Dismembering Horror on Instagram and at DisHorrorPod on Twitter. And you can email us at dismemberinghorror at gmail.com. And you got to tell a friend to listen in. We got so many episodes and films you can pick from now. You got to leave us a little five-star iTunes review. I was looking at our iTunes and we had a lot of listens for Psycho. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of listens for the psycho the one's stepfather, been doing well, which was cool. Yeah, um, and then there was one other. I don't remember what it was, but great. Yeah, listen more, or tell people to listen, or something. I don't know. We should do a better job of advertising. We are. 
we have in depending on when you're listening to this. Anyway, right. in closing, <laughs> thank you for listening. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>